Her Empowerment Rising, her podcast episode number 78. $1,400 stimulus check. Make Amazon slash Macy's more rich? Or will you invest in your own enrichment? Hi, I'm Angel Broom, your host and life enthusiast, assisting you on your rise. $1,400 stimulus check? Make Amazon slash Macy's more rich? Or will you invest in your own enrichment? Well, Phenomenal Woman, we made it. It's been a year since the official start of the pandemic here in the United States, where we had our first lockdowns, and it's a year later, and we made it. Now, it has not been easy. Some of us, including my family, have lost someone to COVID, and it has not been easy And it's been very hurtful. The idea of this virus in in itself has been really torturous. But we're here to talk about it. And that in itself is a blessing. Well, now here in the United States, we have another stimulus check on its way. Due to the help of the Biden administration, a $1.9 trillion bill that was passed through the Senate, the House, House, Senate, back to the House. And my question to you, phenomenal woman, what are you going to do with that $1,400 check? And if you're a family of five, mother, father, three kids, that's $7,000. What are you going to do? I was pleasantly surprised. The first stimulus check that came out last year during this time, which was $1,200, was spent quite differently than what it was in 2008. According to MarketWatch, an article that came out May 19th, 2020, I will have that in the show notes, titled, This is How Fast Americans Are Spending Their Stimulus Checks, and Here's a Breakdown of What They're Buying. Now, according to the research and what they know historically, in 2008, when we had the horrible recession, the housing crash, apparently during that stimulus check phase, there was a lot of automobiles that were bought. Now, I, of course, didn't know this at the time, but that makes sense because I remember last year in May of 2020, especially seeing the several commercials from different car dealerships from Cadillac to Ford and other brands saying, hey, come buy from us first payment not due for 90 days, six months, a year. And I thought to myself, what are they doing? We don't know how long we're going to be in lockdown, basically. But The historical pattern shown that during the last stimulus check, people went out and paid for cars in 2008, went out and got a debt, okay? So it was a pleasant surprise to learn that because we were in the middle of a pandemic in the very beginning, people actually spent majority of their checks on food and real necessities like toilet paper detergent, and believe it or not, a portion of their rent or all of their rent, or whatever they can do, right? Well, this was an interesting fact. They found out that people who had less than $500 in their account, they went through almost half of their money within 10 days. 
People with over 3,000 in their accounts already prior to stimulus. Now this was the first check, the $1,200 check from last year of 2020. Those who had $3,000 in their account had essentially no extra spending. So they did not spend that $1,200 check that went into savings, okay? Now those who have $500 or less spent their checks right away. Those who had $3,000 or more in their accounts put the $1,200 in savings. And this was another interesting one. They said a person who made less than $1,000 a month was twice as likely to spend money after getting their check compared to someone making at least 5,000. Now I'm reading this and it makes sense to me, but this was a surprise for some, okay? And here was another thing they said in this article. In the wake of the stimulus bills during 2008 and 2001, households with their larger declines in net worth or households with lower levels of assets also tend to respond more strongly to stimulus checks. No kidding. Well, phenomenal woman, as the light of your community and the power source in your family, I have five ideas regarding the stimulus check. Just five ideas. And it's because you constantly hearing in the media and you're reading it, stimulate the economy, stimulate the economy. This is who's stimulating the economy. Well, I want to encourage you to stimulate your own empire for you and your family. First and foremost, stimulate your own economy. So stimulate your own empire first. First idea, number one, hold on, pause for at least seven days before you spend anything. Give yourself time to really think about what you want to do with the stimulus check money that you receive for yourself and your family. Give yourself time. I know there are some of you who say, okay, Angel, I have, <laughs> I have bills that's up in a galore. I got this bill is due, that bill is past due, it's been this long, and then my card note. We're gonna talk about that briefly. We're gonna talk about that. But before you spend anything, do anything, hold on. Give yourself seven days at least to really think about what you want to do. Number two, get rid of your bills, your liabilities, okay? Get rid of your liabilities to make room for assets and thus your bills, <laughs> okay? Getting rid of your liabilities to make room for assets, oftentimes people are not sure what a liability is. Anytime it is taking out of your wallet, out of your family, out of the building of your empire, it's a liability. It's not adding to it. Oftentimes we think our cars, our houses, and all of that are assets, and they can be if we make them. But if they're not making us any money or adding to our empire, it's a liability. How many of you heard of Turo? T-U-R-O, Turo.com. You can actually rent out your car and thus becomes an asset. If you have a $400 car note 
and let's say $150 is insurance. This is just a guess. So $550 a month go out for just your car alone. That is a liability. Yes, it may get you to and throw to school and work and different things that you're doing. But in essence, you're working for bills. You're working for liabilities. Okay. And if you're not working due to this pandemic, those are the people calling you, sending you letters, emails, driving you up the wall. We already have enough pressure because they're a liability. So look up Turo.com and you will see there's an array of different cars from cars as, as old as 2011. Okay. Being rented. And you decide if that can help you, if that can truly help you pay half of your car note or all of your car note, just check it out, Turo.com. Check it out. Yes, the idea of some stranger driving your car. Oh, it breaks down all the protections, all the different things you can do. And if you're fully insured, I'm sure you can get a whole brand new car if you needed to. Just got to have the right insurance. And every time you get your car back, get a car wash, put some extra disinfectant, you're good. But at least your car note is paid or half of it's paid, whatever the case may be, and it's no longer a liability. The next biggest liability usually is our mortgage or if you're renting, that's usually the biggest bill, right? Now, when you're renting, I don't know if you're one of those who are dealing with the moratoriums here in the United States where you couldn't pay your rent. I hope that's not the case. But if you are, I highly suggest you talk to a legal aid clinic or an attorney to see what your options are to really help you navigate with your landlord. I don't suggest you doing that on your own. But if you are paying your rent, and yes, it's a liability because <laughs> it's not making you any money. The first thing I would say is consider if the rent can be helped. Can you get a roommate to help you? Is there some wiggle room there? Or do, is there another place that you can move to that's two, three, four hundred dollars cheaper, but adequate, a place you would want to be temporarily? Or I don't know. See, that when it's rent. You have to decide where your comfort zone is and how serious you are about getting rid of liabilities as many as possible for you can build on assets. You have to decide that phenomenal woman. Now, if you have a mortgage where you are on the brinks of on your way of having your own home, listen how I said that on the brinks of having your own home, because if you have a loan on your home through the bank, that's a lien. In essence, if you stop paying, they could take the house. Right? So it's virtually a lien. So what you can do with a mortgage, because you have full autonomy, there's a couple of ideas I have. We all heard of Airbnbs. Of course, you can do that. Of course, you can rent out a room. And then there's also, if you have the ability, depending on where you are, if you're close to an airport, if you're in a thriving area, maybe, you can rent it out in a corporate standpoint versus to a regular consumer. Check out corporatehousingbyowner.com, C-H-B-O, corporatehousingbyowner.com, and see what you can actually do in your area, how much money you can actually get. You may be able to get double the mortgage or more. There's a lot of different things you can do. But again, now it's turning into an asset, okay? Now, as far as credit cards go, consumer credit cards, I... That gets us, uh, uh, 
that gets us completely um, tied up. Credit cards. They push us to get credit cards. Oh, your FICO score. Oh, you got to have credit. Oh, you got to have personal loans. So you get more credit, more loans. Yeah. Yeah. That's another discussion for another time. But what I will say, due to this pandemic, if you find yourself behind and you owe more than $5,000, if you owe more than $5,000 and it's going to take you longer than a year or two to pay that off, I would say talk to an attorney and consider bankruptcy. I know, I know, I know. Bankruptcy for the consumer is so frowned upon. But let me tell you, regardless of what they say, they mean the world of finance, okay? Because again, it's a liability and it's only at that point, if you can't pay that $5,000 in credit cards, bills and fees and all that's going on, it's a liability. And the only person who's getting anything back from it is that company at that point. And if you need a fresh start, get a fresh start. But from then on, you have to do things differently. And that's where a good attorney comes in. And even a financial advisor, I'll do a whole show about that later on this coming spring. How I feel about that is some things that I came across. And I don't know, you'll, you'll hear about it. Again, I'm trying to make this <laughs> as simple as possible. If you have debt that's 5000 or more and it's going to take you more than two years to pay that off, talk to an attorney. Consider the pros and cons of bankruptcy. Consider bankruptcy. Number three, acquire new skills to add to what you know or your strengths. And here's the kicker with that. It's easy to say, go out there, learn something new. Know something you're interested in. And if you find yourself being really good with people, that's a strength. If you're good at math and you enjoy it, that's a strength, okay? Choose these skills, these new skills, acquiring new skills of something you've already strong in, but you're just really getting stronger at it, learning new things to add to that strength and make money doing it, okay? From technology to social media, whatever it is that you can learn that you're interested in, think about what it is that you enjoy doing every day and that comes naturally to you and you're strong at you can check out your local junior college, udemy.com, U-D-E-M-Y.com, teachable.com, or hey, let's take it back to old school, books, pick up a book. If there's something you're interested in, you want to get a little bit of idea, if you want to go further with it, pick up a book, new skills, add to your strengths. Now, let me give you a tip on that. If you're already making $15 an hour, and that's a struggle pay for you right now. You want to acquire a skill that's going to get you $20, $25 at least. Starting out. If you're already making $15, you want to make it $20 to $25. If you're already making $30 and you're struggling, you want that $40 an hour. Okay? And if you plan on building a business... That's another story. We'll get on that later. <laughs> but either way, you don't want to get into something where you're making less and it's already your strength and you know you're going to thrive in. You want to make more. Number four. What are the necessities that you can actually pay for on your own without tapping into the 1400 or whatever amount you're getting for your family? Are there necessities that you can pay for right now without 
touching the 1400 or whatever you're getting as a family, as a household, that you don't have to touch it. You just leave it alone. Leave it alone. Again, until you're ready to decide what you're going to do with it. And if you can't leave it alone, here's the tip. Can you just spend 20% of it? 20% of 1400 is $280. But if you're that family of five, that's one check of 1400 And then leave it alone until you decide further. Last but not least, number five. Savings towards something big. Can you hold on and put that in savings, whether it's $1,400, $7,000, whatever you're getting as a household? Can you put it away in savings until you do something big with it? See, I know right now people are probably itching for a vacation. I know I am. <laughs> I called one of my closest friends and said, hey, we got to do Vegas. <laughs> but we're not doing it right now because she like I, we got stuff to do. But if you can hold off on that vacation, if that's really what you want to do, because the difference between the first stimulus check from last year to now is that we've been inside so long. We haven't been able to do our usual fun things, family things. We haven't been able to do what we usually do. So right now, this stimulus check might be spent quite differently due to being bored, due to waiting to just get out there and have some fun. But if you hold on to this, now hear me out, phenomenal one. This is the last thing I'm going to say about it. If you hold on to this and leave it in savings instead of spending it on Disney World and you focus on building your stimulus empire, your very own stimulus empire, you can go to Disney World every spring if you want to. Instead of putting that money on furniture or a new car, you can get a new furniture, new set of furniture every two years or new car every two or three years if you start billing on your very own stimulus empire right now with the monies that you're getting. Because if you're going to spend it and just have that one-time fun and it's a great memory right now, <laughs> then what? The idea is for you and your family to thrive. That's the whole idea. So when I say 1400 stimulus check, make Amazon slash Macy's more rich or will you invest in your own enrichment? See, Macy's and Amazon in their own way, they're good. But you and your family is worth more. And they deserve for you, phenomenal woman, to build on their very own stimulus empire. So they can go to Disneyland every year. So they can go to Amazon and Macy's when necessary. And it's just a way of life. Again, I am Angel Broom, your host and life enthusiast, assisting you on your rise. Consider these tips, phenomenal women. Consider them because you and your family deserve nothing but the best. Until next time.